So I was telling my parents, I was like, hey, I, I'm trying to join this, you know, special, special group, but I can't tell you what. And my poor mom, bless her soul, was like, are you doing anything dangerous? Are you doing anything illegal? And I was like, no, mom, I promise it's, everything's safe. I just can't tell you what it is right now. and welcome to our next episode of Behind the Mascot, the only show where our guests are actually encouraged to lose their heads. Today we have the great pleasure of being joined by an anonymous guest who formerly performed as an anonymous college mascot. Welcome to the show. Hello, it's so great to be here. So tell us a little bit about your story and how you decided you wanted to get involved in the world of mascotting. Yeah, so... I have always been a very spirited person and my high school honestly sucked with spirit stuff like we had basically no spirit whatsoever. So when I got to college I knew I wanted to do something out of the ordinary with my support for my school and I've always loved our mascot but I wanted to take that love to the next step. Gotcha so explain that like school spirit feeling that you get from mascotting um, I know it's an anonymous everything, um, but just explain what that's like and what that brings to the school. Oh yeah, so our mascot is a very well-known figure at our school. Everybody knows the mascot by name. It's so great to see our mascot interact with people of all different ages. Sometimes it's college students, sometimes it's alumni sometimes it's future students you can tell that they're you know very young kids and their parents went to the school and now they're interacting with the mascot and so being able to have that figurehead not to look up to to set per se but somebody that can keep morale high when finals are low <laughs> gotcha and do you feel like you uh, change things depending on the people you're interacting with and how does that kind of work? Oh, definitely. Of course, mascot goes to football games um, and different sporting events, but the mascot can also go to weddings or even funerals. And it really depends on the situation, of course, but the, the mascot still stays the same. However, they know whether to keep keep energy high or keep it more mellow depending on the situation. Gotcha. And did that take time to kind of develop that, I don't know, social awareness where it's like, okay, well, if it's a situation where you should be high energy versus a situation where maybe it calls for something a bit different? Oh, definitely. I mean, the mascot knows how to react in any situation. There is training up the wazoo of just making sure that any and all situations can be handled for. And so of course, the mascot will go to certain events knowing how they are supposed to act and exactly what they're bringing to the crowd. Uh huh. And do you ever feel a kind of, uh, I don't know, pressure to um, perform a certain way or to keep up a certain um, image or, or anything like that because you really represent the school and so 
Um, do you ever feel that kind of responsibility and pressure weighing on your shoulders? Oh, of course. All eyes are on the mascot. What's the mascot going to do next? How are they going to react to that? So just realizing that they're always on the spotlight. Everybody, there's going to be somebody looking at the mascot every single moment of any event. And that there's a lot of pressure in that. Gotcha. And how do you feel you've grown from your time in this whole thing? Because um, I know that, you know, different people kind of come in with certain characteristics and then, you know, are impacted by the position. So uh, how do you feel like you've grown or changed from your time? I have definitely made a bunch of cool friends that are um, just like me. Like I said, these are all the spirited people, but that want to go the even extra mile of, okay, I go to every football game. No, I want, I want to be the mascot. Like that's how much spirit I have for the university. So being able to have that group, especially because I joined the, the group of like minded students during, during like zoom period, like COVID times that definitely had a greater impact on me because I felt like I was making no friends, especially when I was at home. But being able to join this group, albeit virtually, gave me like automatic friends by the time I got back to school. Gotcha. And what what was that like to kind of go, you know, online during COVID? Because, you know, obviously the mascot plays such an important role in school spirit and being at events and being at games and things like that. And without that, I'm sure that was very difficult. So um, could you explain a little bit about that aspect going online for COVID and kind of what that meant for you? Sure. Um, I wasn't there right as COVID started. I joined midway through the pandemic. However, from an outsider's perspective, I would be able to see the mascot at different campus events that were online. I remember um, I helped with our orientation and there was one event where the mascot was there and I thought it was just so cool and just so much fun that even though it was a tiny little video screen, I could see our mascot in the corner being supportive of the events mentioned and the topics at hand. That's awesome. So you kind of mentioned, you know, meeting other people and school spirit is kind of being a, you know, big keystone in this. Um, what kinds of qualities do you think um, all of the individuals in this space share? Besides spirit, at the moment, I can't think of something besides eccentric or quirky. These kids and my friends, they have just a certain type of wit and humor that you don't often see. Like you have to find your special like niche group and just having that bond is incredible. And if I find something to do in the area and I meet a friend to, to join me, I can ask that group of friends and there'll definitely be somebody who has that same, same enjoyment or passion that I do. So while it is a very diverse group and we all bond over our love for the mascot and school spirit, it's, it's diverse in that fact, but we all have our shared support for, for spirit and just making um, the campus a more fun and enjoyable experience. Gotcha. 
And I feel like that's what's so cool from, you know, getting to know mascots and everything is, is just how um, special so many of these people are. Um, what do you think that the world should know about mascotting that it maybe currently doesn't? One thing that I can think of is um, we have a rule that the mascot is not, is not allowed to pick anything up or hold anything, specifically children, because all is great and fine when you have a picture with the mascot and your baby, but what happens in an emergency and the child gets dropped? We do not want the mascot to have a photo of them dropping a child. <laughs> And so, you know, it's not something you think about, but when you hear about it, you're like, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Gotcha, that's funny. So you're our first anonymous guest, and if you feel comfortable, could you explain um, sort of why that is and sort of that aspect of mascotting, kind of the anonymity slash mystique of um, all of that world? So one thing at our school and dealing with the mascot we are not working with the mascot to glorify ourselves or to make us seem like a big deal. We're not doing it for, you know, Instagram pics and the notoriety. We're doing it as a joint collective to make the school a better place. So the reason why we're not, we're not identified is it's a, it's a special secret that we hold that we find a great honor within ourselves, but we don't tell others because then that lessens the image of the uh, mascot. I love that. I think I think that's super cool. That like selflessness, you know, really putting the school first, really putting all of that first before any like individual notoriety. Um, do you ever wish that you could tell people? Um, I mean, I just imagine it's kind of like a superhero thing almost, and like Clark Kent is there, you know, wishing that he could tell people he's Superman. Like, do you ever sort of feel that at all, and how do you deal with that, if so? Oh, definitely. I mean, it is a burning secret inside of my soul, wishing to come out, but it never does. In our group, we have this rule where you're allowed to tell your parents. Um, but I didn't get the conf confirmation on that until like almost a semester in. So I was telling my parents, I was like, hey, I, I, um, I'm trying to join this, you know, special, special group, but I can't tell you what. And my poor mom, bless her soul, was like, are you doing anything dangerous? Are you doing anything illegal? And I was like, no, mom, I promise it's, everything's safe. I just can't tell you what it is right now. And then uh, once I got the A-OK -okay from you know, the group that I could tell my parents. I made this this whole like Google Slides presentation because, you know, keep in mind this was COVID times and I was like, I gotta do something to entertain myself. So I made this whole presentation of what I'm actually doing and how I'm working with the mascot. So when I finally gave the presentation to my parents, bless my mom's heart, she was like so concerned about whatever I might've been doing that she was searching up every single club dealing with the school just to kind of figure out and so she assumed that i was working with the mascot but yeah it was a trip i mean i tell people now when i have to go do something dealing with the mascot like oh yeah i'm just doing and then i make up some random excuse sometimes my friends are like okay cool sometimes 
they are nosy and they try to get more details out of me and I'm like, can't you just accept what I said earlier? So we're working on that one. That's hilarious. That that must have been quite an interesting conversation with your parents. I, I, I can only imagine what that was like. Oh yeah, it was, she was definitely concerned I was doing illegal activities, but thank, nothing illegal here, just, just some furry friends. That's awesome. So, um, again, without going into specifics, obviously, do you have any, like, experiences or anecdotes that um, you would feel comfortable sharing? One event that I, one event that I participated in was a um, celebration of life for um, a person who was heavily involved with the school and, of course, was an alum, and being there and seeing all of these mourning individuals and then, you know, cut in the mascot is walking all into the temple. It was definitely a sight to see, but everybody loved the fact that the mascot was there. Like they did not think it weird that the mascot just showed on up. Like it was, it was, it definitely brightened, you know, the, the that's that, you know, the sadness they felt. And, you know, being with the mascot for, you know, all types of life was really, was really powerful. Yeah, and I feel like kind of jumping off of that, there is just something very powerful about mascots. You kind of mentioned, you know, early on interacting with children and then all the way through celebrations of life. Um, could you describe kind of in a, in a philosophical way almost that power that mascots have? Because... I mean, really, they're these, you know, anamorphic or, you know, animal creatures who are able to somehow connect with humans in a very different way and bring out something in them. So in kind of a philosophical way, could you, I don't know, ex explain what that's like having that power to be a part of so many different parts of life? It's one thing that unites us all at the school. At my school, as with any school, some people love the mascot, some people hate the mascot to pieces. But even those that are self-proclaimed haters know that deep down they love what the mascot stands for and they understand it's a connector with them and the entire community at the school. No matter what a person stands on, on which side of the I love the mascot to death or, you know, kill it with fire, they still, students will still acknowledge how crazy it is and how important it is if they randomly see the mascot on just a random school day and it brightens their day even if they won't admit it. Gotcha. And what is something that you've learned about humanity kind of big picture from your time um, involved in this? I guess kind of what I mentioned earlier of just the idea that an entity of any shape or form, specifically with our mascot, has the power to make a sad day brighter or make a success successful victory even more exciting. People realize that they need comic relief in life sometimes. And I think our mascot represents like the, the need for comedy at times, but not just comedy, but just like a warm, fuzzy hug at the end of the day. Gotcha. I love that. I love that answer. 
Well, that's all I've got, but thank you so much for being on the show. It was a wonderful time being here. If you enjoyed this episode, rest assured we've got plenty more on the way as we continue to get to know the characters that bring your favorite mascots to life. Until next time, I'm your host, Daniel Chatterjian, for Behind the Mascot. like to support this podcast financially, please Venmo donations to at Behind the Mascot. If not, please continue to enjoy our episodes free of charge and spread the word with your friends and family. Thank you.